Hi, I'm Tyler with the Craft Beer Connoisseurs, and before this episode begins, I just wanted to provide you with a little information on who we are and how you can stay updated on all of our content. This podcast is created to showcase craft breweries and indulge in interesting conversations. We want to help promote a variety of breweries and along the way have conversations ranging from sports to beer and beer to just about anything. Please feel free to follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also, drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now stay tuned for today's episode. Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And along with us today is producer Kaden. Oh, welcome, Kaden. Welcome. Hey, Kaden. So in today's <laughs> episode, we'll be reviewing Third Moon Brewing Co. in Milton, Ontario. Nice. So we will be trying two of their beers today. The first one is Triple Milk Bone, which is fittingly a triple IPA, and it has lactose. And the second is Hiding is Futile, which is a double stout. I'm really excited to get to, to try these beers, boys. But it, at the end, we are actually going to talk about true crime as well. Dun dun. Dun dun. And we're back. Started <laughs> off the way we finished it. <laughs> so, Third Moon Brewing Co. It's uh, located at 295 Alliance Road, Unit 3 in Melton, Ontario. And conveniently, it is in the Alliance Business Park. Hmm. Um, the brewery is owned by two individuals. So it's co-owned by Chris Steiniger and Steve Pilato, I believe. It's pronounced, if not, my apologies. <laughs> apologies. <yeah. laughs> Very so the brewery is surrounded by mystery. So for example, um, Steve... It goes by the nickname Bebo, <laughs> just so everyone's really? aware. So the mystery is that now everybody knows what Bebo's first name is. Uh, <laughs> it's from the understandings of its name uh, to the naming conventions of their beers themselves. Yeah, very interesting yeah. naming convention. So we're going to get into that, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, so Tyler, you mentioned that the brewery is actually located in a business park, and it kind of like has a very similar feel to like a strip mall, uh, where yeah. there's different you know businesses there, uh, kind of right beside it. Right. When I was doing a little bit of research, I don't know if you guys went to the Street View on Google there. Um, it was kind of difficult to see where it was because it's a longer building. It's kind of tucked away at the back. So, um, mm. I just had to look at like the, the business directory of all the businesses in the, lo- <laughs> in the location. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm in the right space. Uh, it's here. So that's how we got some of this. Don't get me started on Google maps. My, uh, my work, when you do Google maps with my work, yep. It's literally us doing our Christmas commercial. Oh. Everybody up front. Yeah. <laughs> Fun times. Look it up. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely You're look a Google Maps star. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe. It's the only star I'm going to have. There you go. Well, maybe we'll get you All a right. podcaster. One of these days. <laughs> so the brewery itself, it was opened in May of 2020. So right at the kind of beginning of uh, COVID. Yep. Um, so, you know. We've all heard good things about it, right? Yeah, yeah. and that's interesting. Another brewery, because we did Black or Black Gold last uh, episode, and they opened during COVID. This is another brewery that opened in COVID. So, right. uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. And, and Imperial City, actually, it seems like a lot. Well, yeah, exactly. And Third Moon has really uh, excelled so far since they've been open. They've, they were actually ranked fifth in the entire world in the category of new breweries on ratebeer.com for 2020, which is unbelievable. Yeah. 
absolutely. Yeah. Round of applause for that. Job well right. done, boys. Like, Job well done, boys. Looking at this brewery, right, and the strip mall kind of like yeah, uh, structure that they're in, like it's impressive what they're putting out. And we're going to see today with some of the beers that we, we're going to have, uh, the two that were, were mentioned there in the, the opening, um, it's going to be exciting because they seem to be putting out a lot of quality beers. And we've had some mm-hmm. some other ones as well from, from the brewery. We'll probably get, get talking about that too, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So their beer names are symbolic of a, a Wiccan. Yeah. I feel as I'm pronouncing you're that right. right. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. right on it. Cool. Yeah. You're good. Yes. Nailing it. Uh, and also an alternative cult following. So, for example, All Things Die, Conjuration, Continuous Blood, Love Lies Bleeding, Oh Proud Death. Yeah. It- Just a few of their names. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It, it's really interesting to see what kind of names they have. And um, Brad, I know you're going to talk about the cans and the designs later on, but like we will get there. All, yes, all of their cans, all of this, it's very Wiccan. It's very uh, like this kind of cult ish uh, theme to it. And hence why we kind of went with a, a true crime thematic conversation at the end. Right. Yeah. And, and like Absolutely. you mentioned, it's really, it, there's kind of like mystery around how they decide to name these beers and kind of why they choose the names that they do. Um, and also unknown in terms of like why they chose the name third moon. Um, but it looks like you did a little bit of research on that, Tyler, the, the triple moon symbol does relate to prop, uh, a popular pagan or Wiccan symbol, uh, which, which includes the waning crescent as seen in their logo. So, you know, goes back to, again, like you mentioned, that Wiccan stuff, the the pagan stuff. Right. And that's the thing. So like the, the triple moon, and I don't know if this is actually completely where they got it, but it does seem to kind of fit the mold of, of their uh, kind of lure, I suppose. But mm-hmm. the, the triple moon is a waxing crescent, a full moon, and then the waning crescent. And so we do see that waning uh, crescent in, in their logo right underneath the third moon uh, text. Mm-hmm. Um, now, interestingly enough, the waning crescent moon does mean, um, from my, my research, time for reflection, purging, and decluttering. <laughs> so uh, you might see some of this when it comes to some of the adjuncts that they add into their beers, is it might just be a way of decluttering. And, uh, <laughs> Whatever's start, available, yeah. And they start pumping exactly. out good beers either way, right? So they just do this massive purge, and you get what you get, and it's, it's high, high quality. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things when they go, and we'll talk about the uh, sours in a, in a few minutes, but in terms of maybe they're just like, oh, we have that fruit available. Let's just use that. Let's declutter that from the corner and throw it into a beer and sell yeah. it. Because yeah. <laughs> why not? And it's working. <laughs> oh, it, it's yeah. definitely, definitely working. That's for right. sure, right? So they do uh, um, they do focus on like modern beer styles. So you're just saying with like some of the sours and maybe you guys can talk about uh, a, a bit of the sours and a bit of the stouts. But they do uh, hazy, juicy IPAs, hop forward, of course, um, which seems to be a favorite beer style of a lot of modern day craft uh, beer drinkers, so. yeah. <laughs> including you, including yours truly, right over right. here. Um, so, a fun fact about Third Moon: if you were to go to Untapped and um, let's say go through the top rated breweries in all of Ontario, locally to me at least a hundred miles, um, Third Moon ranks second. Wow! In total. Okay, so they've had 32,380 ratings, and they have a 4.19 average. Wow, that's unbelievable. For all their beers, all their beers, not just one. So I think we're going to get into some good ones today. Um, I know I've had a few third moon ones uh tyler have you had any third moon i have yes yeah we've had we've had a couple i think uh even uh producer kaden as well right so um 
I'm, I'm looking forward to these ones coming up. Uh, Chris, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, their stouts? I know you're a fan of stouts. Yeah, for sure. So they definitely enjoy making kind of big, fun uh, pastry stouts that feature multiple flavors of coffee, chocolate, coconut, maple syrup, even. Um, so we're going to see that today uh, with the stout that we're with the double stout that we're going to try. Uh, so I'm looking forward to, to having that. Right. Right. Yes. Um, so also they do one of these things that seem to be very, getting more popular is the slushy sours. Mm-hmm. And there's a big deal because some people are like, you know, it's not beer. Some people are like, yes, it's beer. And we've kind of referred back to one of those beer or not beer episodes um, back in a producer special. Um, but in terms of their, you know, these slushy sours, we have to make sure that either A, there's two ways to drink it. One, pour fast and pour hard, or B, freeze them for an hour and then drink them. Right. Yes, because we've seen how it might turn out when you pour it improperly, Brett. We've, we've seen one. I have pours, done pours. a couple improper <laughs> pourings for slushy sours. You are correct. Right. 100%. So, so they do have a, a series um, for exploratory sours, which is good. I enjoy the sours, and it's nice to see some variety coming out of there. Um, I'm getting a, a head nod as well from our producer. Um, also, with with respect to some of their beers, right? Uh, you might not be able to get them shipped to you. And we did talk about this in the last producer special about picking up these beers at Beer Lab. Um, so again, the bottle shop aspect pays off for us, right? So one, one thing yeah, to kind exactly. of look forward to or look, look it, for. It's a good thing to mention because basically they've – they haven't opened their tap room since they've opened in May. So the only way you can get their beers is to pick it up at the brewery, or sometimes they do shipping um, only on select days, but they have... Yeah, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, exactly. But they have started um, doing once a month beer drops at Beer Lab here in London. So if you wanted to get uh, Third Moon beers, you can order them, uh, even... A month in advance, they'll hold them in the fridge, and then on the day that they're showing up to Beer Lab, they'll have it for you, and you can pick it up. Yeah, and they've done the same with uh, Little Beasts and Whitby. Mm-hmm. They've done uh, Fairweather, so they've done. They've collaborated a lot for sure in terms of that. Um, also, a lot of these beers, as we mentioned, with you know getting a Beer Lab, go to the licensees like the Sidewalk Bottle Shop in Waterloo, Princess Cafe, Gators Tail, Fourth and Seven, all that one, all those ones that we referred to in our latest producer special on bottle shops nice right so what are we going to do with all their information there uh brett well you know what maybe we'll just put it on our social media does that sound like a something to yeah, do yeah i think that's a great idea sounds like a great idea Perfect. so everyone can can get a hold of third moon beers and uh we are gonna get a hold of our third moon beers in just a second now so stay with us and we're gonna try the first one And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Nobody else wants to say anything. All right. No, so no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give a big thank you to Chris, not the Chris on the podcast, although he does a great job. We want to thank Chris at Third Moon, who also does a great job. Uh, but for I supplying- did pick up the beers, so... Okay, well, try, try to steal other Chris's thunder, why don't you? <laughs> Thank you to all Chris's. For, for all Chris's for sure. supplying the beers today. Uh, Chris for sending them and Chris for getting them. So this was a, a Chris to Chris production. Thank you. It was, yeah. 
<laughs> so the, the first beer that we're going to be trying today is the Triple Milk Bonus previously mentioned. It is a triple IPA. Now, are you guys ready for this here? It is a whopping 10.5% ABV. And wow. the IBUs, much like most of the things uh, that uh, Third Moon does, are unknown. So <laughs> Ooh, we, don't, <laughs> we don't have that information. But yeah, 10.5 triple IPA. Um, yeah. And I do believe this is going to be our highest ABV beer that we've had on the podcast so far, if memory serves me correct. Um, it, it might be. Yeah, I yeah. think my memory serves me correct. Look at me I'll, go. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. All right. So uh, this triple IP is obviously with lactose, and it is topped with Citra, Citra Creo, and Citra Incognito. Hmm. Citra, Citra, Citra. A lot of Citra, citra going on here. Ways. Absolutely. <laughs> we got Chris Dewey's, we've got Citra 3. Here we go. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, on Untapped, you of course can follow us at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. And on Untapped, the overall rating for Triple Milkbone is a whopping 4.28 bottle caps out of five, which is wow. awesome. Yep. And it has a total of 213 check ins. All right. I'm excited, boys. I'm excited for this one. Me too. I'm, I'm excited as well. So. Cup in hand, glass in hand, and uh, beer in the other hand. I'm going to have to probably use two for this one. Let's <laughs> open her up. The good part about this one, though, is we don't have a slushy on the episode, so it doesn't have to explode all over my face, my computer, my counter. <laughs> I, I still wouldn't just, put it uh, past you that you somehow... Just literally explode everywhere. Oh, you know what? All of it has made my glass. You Did not it. spill. Well, speaking of glasses, we are drinking this IPA out of an IPA glass, not a triple IPA glass, just a regular IPA glass, of course. <laughs> um, so make sure to use your proper glassware. Yes, indeed. Look at that head retention right off the hop, eh, boys? Oh, yeah. It's just like if you were to pour this and like say, hey, I need a picture perfect IPA, right? As, uh, you know, Somebody is taking the picture of said beer right now. Right. right? <laughs> Try my best. Try my best. Yes. Try my best. Yes, yes indeed. Um, this is exactly what I look for. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Nice. You know, got that haziness in there. Having that head retention, you know, just sitting Good there. Like it's been 30, yeah. 30, 40 seconds, and it's literally at that same point. I love it. I love it. it yeah. Yeah. It, it smells really good. And sometimes when you get, uh, a beer with such high ABV, you can smell the alcohol, the alcohol and I can't right. really smell the alcohol on it. I feel as though the lactose is kind of hiding the uh, alcohol from that, right? Yeah. Beautiful so. color. I don't know. I kind of missed out a little bit on the conversation a little bit due to taking a picture of this sweet, sweet, beautiful thing. But, nice but it looks color, like you got a good right? light there to see it. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure I'm sitting in a bit of a darker room, so I want to make sure that I get an accurate <laughs> representation of it. But uh, it's got like those peachy tones to it and uh, a nice, yeah. again, the haziness portion. But uh, I think with that lactose, it kind of just like makes it more of a creamier color, right? Yeah, it looks right. very, very hazy, very kind of creamy. So I, I think we'll we'll taste that probably creaminess when we uh, when we get into it. Can can we do that yet or no? Yeah, we, we could do it. You want to you want to get into it a bit? I would like to taste it. So let's see if this tastes like a, a three citra hop as much as it smells like one. So let's let's taste it. Here. Let's do it. All right. Mm. 
Okay. That ship was completely in sync with everybody. Well done, boys. We did good, eh? We did did very, very good. Okay. What's our what's our first thoughts? We're, on this we're all thinking. We're all yeah. making yeah. this a mystery, aren't we? I, 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 it kind of yeah. tastes like um, like spiked orange juice, <laughs> like orange juice with some vodka in it, or something like that. Right. Um, our producer is saying that you know he's he's really getting that melon with it, and I kind of I. I don't, I shouldn't say I kind of agree. I, I really do agree whether it's, I don't know if it's like a honeydew or if it's the kind of like a mm. cantaloupe maybe. Yeah. Cantaloupe. I think I, I think just, it's more I of the can, it can, again, cantaloupe. Yeah. Right? I'm coming in strong with cantaloupe here. That's what I feel. I like <laughs> <Yeah>. cantaloupe. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Big fan. I think it, I Big think fan. it is the cantaloupe, right? But again, it's very melony. Um, my first thought was a little bit of the alcohol but more of um more of on the mouth i suppose the feel of it not the taste of it if that makes any sense to you guys Mm -hmm. it's almost a little sweet sweet and creamy right Mm -hmm. yeah it it is definitely sweet and i i think yeah that that that'll come from both from the lactose it'll make it creamy and sweet i think Absolutely. Now, I did make a comment in one of our early, early on episodes of Craft Beer Connoisseurs with a single, double, get me a triple IPA. You know, I don't know if you guys recall that (laughs) comment. I I do, yeah. Well, we finally got you one. We got the triple IPA and it is doing a great job. So on the mouth feel, on the the mouth again, um, that creaminess is coming through. So it's, it's, it's not sitting heavy. It's not thick either. It's just, it's very smooth. Um, I will say yeah. though, this is again, I, I talk about this a lot is this is a beer. You can only have one of per night, a very good one. I wouldn't want to crush two or three of those at the same amount of time. I, I don't think I could do more than one of this particular beer a night. <laughs> we are doing two pretty high ABVs tonight, yeah. but uh, yeah, picked, I agree. Uh, as, as our producer pointed out uh, earlier, uh, off air, uh, good thing we are recording this virtually tonight, boys. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I'm going to get into the top five uh, flavor profiles, and then I think uh, producer Kaden made a remark, and maybe somebody can comment on that after I go through the five. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, creamy. I don't know. Do you guys want to make a comment as we go? Yeah. Sure. All right. I, I definitely <laughs> say make it's a comment. Creamy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, definitely okay. hard hardcore creamy. That would be my number one for sure. All yeah, right. I think so. Number two, melon. Okay. Yep. Definitely. Now, now, producer Caden does have melon one and creamy two. Okay. Mm. That's fair. Yeah, I can yeah, see. Totally fair. I think very interchangeable for sure. They're very close for sure. Uh, three, mouthfeel. I agree. <laughs> I agree with mouthfeel being up there. Again, the flavor profile to what the actual word is might not be a, a necessarily a fit flavor. It's great profile, on the mouth. But yeah. it 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 is. Yeah, it's it's got a good mouthfeel to it. Uh, citrus. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. A, a lot of citrus. Yeah, a lot of citrus coming through for sure. And then five sweet, which I think Brett, you mentioned earlier, right? I did. Yes, I think sweet for me would probably be moved up to number three, um, and then you know mouthfeel, then citrus. That would be my five flavor profiles lineup with this, just maybe in a little bit of a different order. Yeah. So uh, Tyler, you mentioned this. Our producer Caden found uh, a, a user on Untapped, uh, Aaron D. A Dunn twenty seven says. 
uh, tastes like honeydew Starbucks, Starburst. <laughs> so <laughs> Starbucks, Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks. <laughs> so a, a, a nice like because you get probably get the sweetness like the candy in in Starburst, right. and then yeah, that right. honeydew melon for sure. It actually tastes like a melanoa or melana or whatever is these uh, smoothie bars that you, you get from the grocery store. And there's a melon, one of those They're They're really delicious. Um, take a look at those. Uh, I have no anyways, idea what you're talking about. No, that's okay. Uh, uh, I normally don't anyway. There you go. Uh, so moving on from him, uh, <laughs> the untapped user thoughts on this, uh, Brett, why don't you give it a go, big guy? See if you can get all the reading done here. Yes. Yes. This is going to be fun for me, isn't it? Uh, so on April 17th, <laughs> Uh, Brian, an untapped user, his, uh, username is Barley Boys with a Z, Mm -hmm. which might be a theme throughout what I'm going to read. Um, (laughs) so he said, you can tell Steinhoist and Bebo. So the nicknames, obviously the the two owners are big fans of the bone. Sometimes (laughs) two just isn't enough. And enough is spelled E N U F F a boys with a Z. Um, so obviously maybe English isn't you know, prominent because he's drinking a lot. Uh, <laughs> sweet, creamy melons with a Z again. There's and only one Z in all these, but you keep adding like six. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's else I got up on that. I got to emphasize it, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so he obviously doesn't have a premium one. So he rated at 4.125, which then he bumped it up to a uh, 4.25. Uh, a couple items to note. Brian has 17,724 check-ins. Wow. Again, wow. Yes. That I don't is... know if I should applaud that or if I should <laughs> like give you a card to somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. Is that a problem or is that just, you know, being a connoisseur? Who knows? Yeah, it's a, sol- um, solution a little column A, a little column B. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has a solution. It's either in his hand or anyway. Uh, <laughs> he does have a third moon profile and cover photo. Uh, and his tag in location, very, very unique. Yep. Yes, um, Yes. (laughs) a boner garage, if you will. Wow. Um, So I don't know. I don't want to know what happens in the garage, but apparently 17,000 check-ins have probably happened there. So (laughs) must be be doing all right. And probably lots of milk bone beers from Third Moon. (laughs) A lot of milk bone. I thought you were just going to go with milk, and I was like, ooh, that's a tough one. (laughs) A lot of milk Uh, bone. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Thank you, uh, Brian, for that uh, review. We'll we'll check in with Dave M. Uh, Sinistrad, nineteen seventy nine, commented on April seventeenth as well. Said smooth and not overly boozy. Best triple IPA I've had. And he says, yum. So he gave it a 4.4 4 out of 5. So <laughs> There's one M on there too, but you announced it like there's like seven. Yeah, you got to accentuate it. There you go. <laughs> so unlike our buddy Brian on the other review, Dave actually does pay for Untapped. And he, uh, yeah, congratulations, Dave. He purchased the beer at uh, the Wheeled Brew Bottle Shop. So kind of fitting. We were just talking about bottle shops last week. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Good thing. Good thing for him is that he's able to pay for the untapped, be- untapped because he doesn't have the seventeen thousand check-ins. Because Brian's spending it all right. on beer, <laughs> he's spending it on the untapped premium. There it yeah, is. That's the problem, I think. All right. So I'm going to get our rating started here, as we've kind of gone over a little bit of a time allotment on it. So I am sitting at a four point five. Four point five. Oh, nice. Yeah, I that's- would agree with Dave. It is probably the best triple IPA that I've had. Have you had any other triple IPAs? Tyler? I have, yeah. Oh. I have. I've had a couple, yeah. 
Yeah, I've only had a couple others. Uh, it's pretty rare, to actually, to find a triple mm-hmm. IPA. Um, but I'm going to give it a 4.25. Okay. Um, for me, uh, sometimes triple IPAs can be a little soapy. This one is not. I think the lactose kind of helps mellow that out. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Uh, producer Caden, he is coming in breaking news with his rating of a 4.25. Chris, mathematics, do them. (laughs) (laughs) So, according to Caden, gives us an overall team score of three, or sorry, 4.375, which we are going to round up to 4.5. Good job. Well done. Good math. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> great <laughs> great job Kate. all right so that's uh, one beer down one more to go so on to the next beer hey look at that we're back boys we no way welcome back everybody no way we're gonna move on we're gonna have a second beer you hey, guys okay I like second beers Yes. I mean, that one hit pretty hard. The 10.5 it, 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 yeah. hit pretty good. <laughs> I feel uh, like the break was a little bit longer, too. <laughs> I think it needed to be. I think so. Anyway, all right. So the second beer we're having is named Hiding is Futile. Mm. Uh, because obviously we're all hiding in our homes right now. If you're yeah. uh, abiding by Ontario It's rather lot. futile. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It has an ABV of 8.5%. And as Tyler previously mentioned in the first beer, because a lot of things are unknown with Third Boon, the IBU is unidentified. Well, what is known about this beer is that it is a double stout with coconut, maple, caramel, chocolate, and lactose. So That's a lot of shit. It is yeah, a lot. It, it is. I'm thinking that at least we're getting our lactose in us tonight, boys. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if one of us was lactose intolerant. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That'd be not a It'd good day. A- It'd be a quadruple stout. Uh, So (laughs) with that being said, on Untapped, there are uh, 272 check-ins the last time I looked with an average rating of 4.17. So again, we're in the fours, uh, a decent amount of check-ins. I feel like with a lot of things that are third moon, you're in the fours and maybe the odd time in the uh, fives. Oh, Oh, hold on. Breaking news. Breaking news. Actually, 288 check-ins because wow. Tyler has lacked between uh, time of his research and now. There it is, 288. So that's why we keep the uh, producer on payroll right there, ladies and gents. Uh, 48 for cents per hour. That's, <laughs> that's the same rate we give him for kilometers, too, if he's traveling. So <laughs> there it is. All right, let's let's uh, let's get ready to drink this one. Again, this is a 8.5, so... Uh, Let's hope we don't taste the alcohol in her. But uh, glass in hand, can in the other hand. Let's open her up. You know, Tyler, that's my favorite saying you say. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. You know that? (laughs) Yes. You're welcome. Let's get that pour. All right. Well, while we pour this out, we'll just mention that we are drinking this double stout out of a nonic pint glass. Hold on. You're you're supposed to switch glasses? (laughs) <laughs> yes, Brett. You have to make sure you use your proper glassware. Oh, well, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let it slide this time. Oh, thank God. That first beer is still, you know, you know, ringing around here. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, well, the way, and- the way I poured this, I have, I have like no head here. I see you have oh, quite a bit, Brett. Yes. A, a lot of head here. Uh, and so must- does our producer, Kaden. And, th- and that might be why, because I'm drinking 
I'm not using my proper glassware. I'm drinking this Ooh. out of an IPA glass because yeah. I was too lazy to go upstairs and get another glass. Uh, so that's probably <laughs> I why I have. it out. Uh, yes, I did actually. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> but but um, yeah, that's probably why I have a lot more head compared to uh, both you guys. All of you guys, I should say. Yeah, I uh, I have a little bit, and so it looks like the producer and myself have about the same. So it's just a I don't know three or four millimeters, just kind of sitting there. It's looking good, looking good. I'm more in the eight to nine ratio. I mean, I'm not going to get out a tape measure, but uh, now what are yeah. you guys getting on the nose there? Because I, I am getting that that coconut, that coconut, coconut for sure. I'm getting chocolate, chocolate and, for sure, and the maple. What about the maple? Yeah, a little bit of maple, I'd say. A little bit of, I yeah, kind of some sweetness, which I would imagine is the maple. I feel um, as though we're going to get maple more in the taste than we are off the nose. The yeah. one thing I do notice is that not a whole lot of caramel. I don't know if you guys are getting that either. No, not really, yeah. Yeah, but I'm hoping, obviously, caramel is going to be in the taste itself. Hopefully. Right. And so, like, looking at it, it is a stout. It is dark <laughs> as the room I am sitting in currently. Same. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We are not in the same room. No. But we're both in a room dark. Very, dar- very dark rooms, you and I, uh, Brett, and producer, and Chris are in well-lit uh, rooms. So just a different kind of look at it. But, um, yep, just something called electricity. Oh, must be uh, nice me and, to have Yeah, money. me and Tyler have not paid our electric bills. No. <laughs> no, we should look at a Patreon program or something so we yeah. can maybe get that taken care Yes. Of we put right. so much money into this podcast, we can't even afford electricity now. It's just where we're at. It's a, it's a mystery to me where the money goes. Sounds like uh, a you problem, not a me problem. Uh, <laughs> all right. You know what? I don't think we really need to talk any more about this. We talked about a little bit of head retention, some of the smells. Um, the look, obviously, as it, most outs look the same. Chris, you're just raring to go, and I appreciate that. I'm ready that. to go into this one, yeah. All right, let's... Uh, Usually let's, it's me, so good job. Let's put her on the tongues, boys. All right. Oh, yeah, that's that's good stuff. Oh, wow, that's nice. That is good. Yeah. You like that, Tyler? I, I do. I do. You know, for... Um, that eight and a half percent again, it's it's not overly boozy. I kind of get it a little bit on the back end, and then uh, chocolate, chocolate up front. Um, still, I'm not a huge coconut guy, so on the nose it was more coconut, but in the flavor, it's kind of in the background a bit. Um, I'm getting a little bit of that uh, that maple as well. So, Brett, what do you what do you uh, taste there? So I find like. When you look at the ABV percentage of a lot of the stuff that Third Moon puts out, and I've had a, a fair amount of Third Moon stuff, uh, things always taste a lot lower than what the actual content states. Go looking back at the triple uh, IP we just had, it was ten point five, tasted more mm-hmm. like an eight percent. This one eight point four, I think it is. You said uh, looking more, you know, eight point five. Sorry, eight point five. Yeah, it's yeah, it's looking more like you know, tastes like a seven percent. I just yep. find that's. What? Yeah, so before we jump into Chris's there, uh, we didn't do this with the last can, but do you want to take a look at the can and do a little bit of artwork uh, re- reconstruction or deconstruction, and then we'll get, get into what Chris thinks a little bit on this. I just so don't want to miss the opportunity. Yeah. Well, I still have a flashlight on my phone because I paid my phone bill this month. Nice. Um, <laughs> Priorities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in terms of that, um, it is. would that be a Grim Reaper? Do, do you think that would be a Grim Reaper? Something okay. similar, I'd say. Yeah. Very similar to it. Yeah. yeah. So they're in like their little red riding hood outfit, just <laughs> for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give that to you. Uh, riding a horse. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know what the meaning of hiding is futile is with the horse and the Grim Reaper and the Little Red Riding Hood. Don't but, think you can uh, escape it. No, yeah, they I don't will think find you. Oh, and they're going to hunt me down. Be, uh, I would not want to be caught uh, anywhere at nighttime and this thing rides up behind me. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah, so uh, so Chris, we talked to... Yeah, we talked about how there's like so many different things in this beer and I'm getting really complex flavors here. Like it first off, it hits me with chocolate, then I get a, a little bit of maple and then some caramel like and then there's that kind of thickness and creaminess from the lactose. Like this is a very complex beer with a lot of different flavors coming through to me. But are the flavors all good? Oh, absolutely. Okay. That's what matters. I don't yeah. Beers throw a lot more stuff in there than what you want, but it's how they mix together. True, See, yeah, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm really not getting like a lot of the coconut. Is anybody getting coffee flavor out of this? Not a whole lot. Yeah, not really. Okay, which is what I, I like. I do, is less I do coffee. get a little bit of. I do get a little bit of the coconut, but uh, just to kind of go back to one of your points there, Chris, that you made was just um, I don't know what was it thickness you said. Sorry. Yeah, like cream again, the creaminess from the lactose. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I, I get that. I get the, the creaminess, but it's not thick. Like it's not a, a thicker mm. kind of stout. It, it goes down really smooth. There's um, not as much as that kind of thickness of, of a mouthfeel. So it's it's an easy drinking kind of stout, if you will, right? Because sometimes the, the stouts you do get yeah. a creamy, but it's also like a thicker kind of. Um, I don't know, like an oil, if you will. Like it just, it yeah, just, or like it, it takes a bit more syrupy. Yeah, yeah that, that's a good yeah. point. Yep. yep, exactly. So producer Caden is coming in uh, a little bit with his thoughts because you know he's here, so he might as well let him talk. <laughs> Not really though, because he doesn't <laughs> have a voice. We'll let him type. Yeah, we'll let him type. Um, so he agrees. Uh, without the thickness, it's as smooth as lactose. Uh, the mix of caramel, maple, and chocolate is really tasty. For somebody who does not love stouts. So I'm thinking that maybe this one from producer Caden might be one of his higher rated beers or at least higher rated stouts. For sure. Yeah. So, uh, Chris, do you want to break down the, the top five flavor profiles and then we'll comment. It's better to have that discussion now. We'll comment as we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the first one is chocolate, uh, which I totally agree with. I'm getting a ton of chocolate up front. I don't yeah. know about you guys. Same. Right. I'm liking the fact that the chocolate's overpowering the coffee flavor that a stout is supposed to have because of the malts and roasted and everything like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. And gonna, and yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm going to echo uh, producer Keynes as well, his comment that he's got uh, typed out here. Finally, a stout where I really get chocolate, not overpowered with roasted coffee flavor. Um, I, I echo that 100%. Yeah, and I know we're going through the top five, but I'm also not getting like a lot of malty flavor, which you all also yeah. get um, from stouts often, which mm, is good nice. Call. Good call. I think uh, the lactose so, is taking away from that, right? Like lactose is yeah. taking down the maltiness and the grossness for sure. Go ahead. So number two is caramel, um, and mm. number three kind of goes hand in hand is maple. So I agree with both of those. I'm getting both of them, and that's kind of like that sweetness that I was mentioning. Right. Yeah, I, I would almost flip them for myself, maybe maybe Same. Before, before caramel. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's fair. That's what I would do, yeah. Yeah, we got some head nods, too, from the producer as well, so. And Good then uh, number four is coconut, which, again, I'm not really getting. I would, I personally, I would probably leave coconut off. I get it more on the front end. Like, right as soon as you take that swig, 
you get it. And then it kind of mellows out with, you know, the chocolate and the caramel and everything else, the sweetness hitting yeah, for me I'm, personally. I, I am getting coconut both on the nose and then as I taste it as well. So I, it's not overpowering, but again, it's, it's number four in the flavor profile. I think that's where it sits nicely. So um, a good point too, by the producers, it's just very subtle. And yeah. I think that that's a good way of it kind of explaining it. Yeah. And then finally we've got roasty uh, as number five, which I mean, We've kind of I, mentioned, I, I, I don't yeah. think it's, it's a step, it's a step. That per se. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would almost put creamy in there as number five. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, I agree with that as well. As it's not really roasty and um, producer my, myself aren't, in this case, uh, huge, huge stout fans. And I think that um, creamy is a good way to go, Brett. Yes. Yeah, so why don't we find out what our fellow untapped users have to say about this one sure let's do that i just uh finishing a sip here yeah <laughs> as as you know you had to read the first <laughs> yeah i know i did but you know what i didn't want to I, I wanted to wet my whistle here so you're just enjoying Al- the beer so it matters it, it is it is a good beer so alex o arson alex so arson is a-r-s-e-n probably for arsenal the football mm-hmm. club and not arson, which would actually kind of fit into our conversation we're going to have a little bit later on uh, with true crime. But uh, just uh, interesting. <laughs> Let me guess, that. this review is going to be on fire, isn't it? Oh, well played. Well played. So on April 18th, uh, they had this to say, this is bonkers. It hits almost every flavor described on this can. Super smooth, rich, tons of chocolate and caramel. Love it. Uh, there's one, two, three exclamation marks in there. If you didn't get my emphasis, <laughs> emphasizing that. So, um, Alex gave it a 4.5 out of five. And then Brett, you got the next one, bud. Yeah. So just touching back on that comment, uh, that's one thing we didn't talk about is it being rich, this beer being super, super rich. Yeah. yeah. Right. So True. that's Good definitely, call. I'm in agreement with that for sure. Uh, the next comment comes from Paul a, and his username is leaf for life. Uh, I hope he's not a least fan. For life, I, I, oh, he got God. the life sentence. He got the life sentence. Speaking about true crime, <laughs> uh, ni- 1967. Just saying that right now. Anyway, on April 17th, commented, "Hiding is futile." Listen, Third Moon. If this is sensation of death, I welcome it with open arms. No hiding required. Subtle toasted coconut, maple leaf goodness, some bitter cocoa balance with a sweet toffee finish. Wow. And then he reads and says, I shouldn't say reads, says, find it. So I'm glad that we found this beer. We did yeah. find it. Yeah. So we I appreciate did. the Chris's for helping us find yeah. all this beer. Um, <laughs> sure. He rated it a 4.5 out of 5. And he actually has a moderator designation on untapped. Oh, yeah. interesting. So does anybody Which know is- what that means? Yeah, I, I went into it. So it's something that you can apply to do is is kind of moderate untapped and there's an application process and they usually do a, a bunch of people approvals at, at one time. And um, yeah, so it's just kind of moderating the community uh, going through, making sure that comments and stuff, which goes back to one of our other pictures that we saw. I don't know if anybody moderated that little puppy. I was just going to uh, say, in, I think, in the black I think gold. Paul, Paul missed uh, that, that pantless and Petrolia check-in that we saw yeah. in our last I, episode. I did not need a reminder of that at all. <laughs> <laughs> hiding is futile. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, he was, he was hiding a lot. Anyway. Oh yeah, it's true. But uh, so that it, I think that's our first one that we've actually come across 
to uh, to see the moderator designation. I haven't seen it before, and so when I no, came across no. Paul's, I thought it was interesting to note. Uh, so yeah, Chris, fire us up, bud. I will get us started. So uh, I know that Third Moon is really known for their stout. So I'm glad that I'm trying the this the first stout of theirs that I'm trying. So I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 5. This is a really, really good stout. Oh, I was thinking Chris is going to come in hot with a 5. But, no, uh, not today. 4.5 4. is good. Um, so good that I'm going to agree with that. Um, I've actually had this beer before. I rated it at 4.25 the first time. Uh, the second time, I'm kind of enjoying it a little bit more instead of you know just crushing it. Um, so I'm enjoying a lot more of the flavors, so I'm going to give it a 4.5. All right. That's good. And for myself, I'm also going to give it a 4.5. So that's going to be a couple 4.5s uh, throughout uh, this beer and last beer as well. And producer Caden is going to come in with a 4.75. 4.75 from a so non-stout. Close, yet so far away. Non-stout drinker for the most part. Uh, I, but, d- I did uh, not see that coming. No. I wonder if we had the Long premium, stout. if we would have rated like a 4.8, 4.9, if we would have got I, a, I, a little I, closer I know, I, there. I saw a little dance move going on there. Like, do a little dance, <laughs> do a little dance. So it's, almost it like he want, it's almost like he wants to rate it a 5. Yeah. He just does, you know <laughs> he what? He wants that, to? That's what it is. Can we convince him stout to be a five? Yeah. Can we convince him to go to a five or no? This is take take another step. Let him take another step. You want a five? We'll give you three seconds here, producer. Do you want to move it to a five? Oh, Oh, four point nine zero. And he rounds down. Okay, that's interesting. I wonder what is missing. To make, not make it a 4. five. 4.9 down to four seven five. You know what it is? It's a social pressure. That's what it is. He doesn't so. want to have a five before I have a five. I can see it in his eyes. That's one hundred percent what it is. Yeah. So going back to his original rating of the four point seven five, that gives us a team overall score of four point five six, which we are going to round down to a four point five overall. Wow! Great nice. beer. Great beer. Yeah. Great beer. Plural. Great beer. Both beers are great. Yeah. All right, so that's all uh, for our conversations on Third Moon and their beers. They're excellent beers, might I add. Yeah, so stay tuned because next we're going to chat about true crime. Dun-dun. And we are back. We're talking about true crime. We are. So the name of the beers, X-Files stuff, but okay. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> the naming of the beers and the Wiccan style of Third Moon kind of had me a little bit inspired, uh, turning our minds towards true crime. So, fellas, let's talk about it. So do you want to start? Maybe we'll maybe we'll start with like Netflix series and true crime. We'll move into maybe some well-known serial killers or murderers and maybe some podcasts. We'll go from there. So, Brett, you're I don't know what your uh, jazz fingers or something. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say Tyler Sager. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be the last thing you say. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> amazing how that worked out. No, so obviously uh, a couple of main ones, uh, Making a Murderer with uh, yep. Steve Avery from uh, Wisconsin. I had yep. a chance to almost go to Wisconsin two years ago. I decided not to mm-hmm. in terms of that local area because I did not go to Worlds right. for Fastball that year. Um, yes. Abducted in plain sight. I don't know if anybody's ever seen that one. Um, yep. Quite the interesting uh, series. Uh, Amazon uh, has one. Uh, the whole Lorena Bobbitt story about him or er, her. Sorry, um, you know, going nuts on uh, 
and reproductive body organ. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also uh, the Ted Bundy, right? In terms of uh, what he did and the whole movie with Zac Efron, you know, kind of stepping mm-hmm. out of his, what he's known for to play a serious role was right. uh, very interesting as well. Right. Chris, do you, do you have any, and do you want to mention some of uh, producer Cadence? Yeah. So I'm not, I, I guess I wouldn't say I'm a huge kind of true crime uh, person, but I, I'm kind of along the same lines of K- as Caden. Um, so the Aaron Hernandez documentary on uh, Netflix. Yeah. So obviously right, right. I, I, I'm a Patriots fan. So I, I, it was kind of interesting having lived actually like reading the news about Aaron Hernandez and then reading or watching that documentary is pretty cool. Right. Uh, and then uh, obviously on Netflix, making a murderer that was kind of like, the i don't want to say original but for, in terms of netflix like that was there it was the one that started story. it all yeah yeah, yeah. Started yeah. It all. kind of move things along a little bit mm-hmm. and yeah. then do you do you have any other ones that you want to like mention or, or no is that that it? well so so i know so my wife and i we oftentimes on like a friday night i think it is is we'll turn on nbc and watch dateline uh yep. so dateline every week has like a a new different um kind of you know, murder that they're trying to solve or, or whatever kind of backstory about it. So mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting to watch the dateline and it, it's a little bit predictable. It's like, Oh, if this person <laughs> is being mentioned, but they're not being interviewed, they're probably it's the killer. Probably the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like when you watch law and order, you can always see the killer like 14 minutes in. Like yeah. Order, so it's, always, it's always like right there at the same point. Yeah, right. exactly. So like true crime is, is a passion of mine, uh, doing sociology, criminology. And, um, I mean, obviously Chris, your wife did the the same sort of thing. So Mm -hmm. having, having a background in that and just being interested and educated in it, I just, the whole world fascinates me. So, um, going with, uh, Netflix, I just finished, there's a three part series, uh, murder among Mormons was a good one. So was that in uh, Utah? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if you watch that, it's a good one. So it does talk about the Church of Latter Day Saints, um, and then don't f u c k with cats. I don't know if anybody saw that one as oh, well. Oh yes, with uh, Luca Degmata, where they call it Etobicoke. Ma- Magnata, and so, yeah, yeah, Magnata, Magnata, yeah. So They call it Etobicoke instead of Etobicoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yes, yeah. So that was a good one. Uh, Conversations with a killer, another Ted Bundy, and then the. I mean, let's kind of going to serial killers a bit. So does anybody have any serial killers that they, Brett, go ahead. Yeah. So if he, I don't know if anybody's ever watched uh, American murder, the family next door. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the Watts family. I can't, I think the guy's name was Chris and he, um, <laughs> not me. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Another Chris. <laughs> so his, his wife, Shanann was like a big social media kind of person. Like she was like an influencer, if you will. And he had uh, ended up uh, killing both her and his two children and saying, oh, I don't know what happened. I don't know where they went. Right. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And then kind of lied himself into it. Right. For sure. For sure. And so, um, yeah, there's there's a couple other ones that I, I see out there. Uh, TV shows, America's Most Wanted, Forensic Files. When it comes to like serial killers, there's like Ted Kaczynski, like the Unabomber. There's some really good content out there. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Some really good content just to kind of watch and understand and kind of understand the psyche of these individuals. Um, yeah. OJ Simpson? Yeah. True crime. True crime. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and, and that's uh, apparently crime. not. Yeah. <laughs> but, right? yeah. The, what, the about, what, about, what about Carol Baskin with her husband? 
Don Lewis. Lewis. Our first husband, Don Lewis, right? Yeah, that's it. We talked to we trust talked me. A bit about the she tiger. fed him <laughs> to the tires. <laughs> to the tires. There's a whole song. One hundred percent. There's a whole song about it. Uh, let's touch base on any true crime podcast and then, then we'll wrap her up. Uh, Chris, you got any? Yeah. So I, again, I'm, I'm not a huge like podcast listener, so I kind of tapped into my wife on this one, but she mentioned, uh, and I did actually watch a, an HBO doc documentary on this. Um, but serial, the podcast serial, yeah. uh, which kind of, uh, lucky charms. Start- <laughs> uh, no, so like serial, like serial killer. Oh, um, okay. yeah, oh, yes. yeah. So it, it kind of started like the true crime podcast genre, I think. Right. And then there was a HBO, like I mentioned, mini documentary that I did watch, which was uh, called "The Case Against Adnan Syed," uh, mm. who's kind of like the he's the main person that they're talking about in the podcast. Right. I love it, Chris. How you do a podcast, but yet don't listen to any others. Well, I do. I just don't listen to true crime true, true. podcasts. <laughs> Brett, do you have any that you listen to or no? Uh, I do not listen to any true crime podcasts. I more listen, like, there is a Dateline podcast. So, Chris mentioned that, uh, that my wife listens to. So, maybe I should maybe get into that a little bit. For sure. There is one that I listen to, which is heavy in Canadian content for all our Canadian listeners. It's Dark Poutine. Uh, so, mm. it plays plays into the Canadian name. Co- plays into the Canadian role a lot. Is and, it a French uh, podcast? It is not. Uh, it, it's actually, it is a really good podcast. They do a great job of just kind of walking through the story. The one thing I don't like about the podcast is more recently, um, three quarters of it or half of it at least is just listening to like voicemails that they get. Um, oh yeah. I wouldn't like that. Yeah. Not each thing. Producer Caden also does not listen to any podcasts of true crime. So maybe it's uh, an area that you guys, uh, Brett and, and producer Caden can kind of listen into. So maybe should, um, eh? We'll, we'll get into that next time. That's it. All okay. right, so we're gonna be, we're gonna come back with our farewells, and uh, hopefully we can stay safe out there. Dun dun. <laughs> and that's all for today's episode. Yeah, so thank you for listening. Keep on listening every Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode, and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. So make sure to tell your friends, family, and your favorite serial killer because they need something to listen to in prison. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So from all of us and producer Caden, I'm Chris. I'm Rhett. And I'm Tyler. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. 